This is the Prestigious Initiative, and these are the points. I'm Chris Kent, and I'm joining Chris Bean. Hello, Mr. Bean. Hello, sir. Today, let's talk about your conversation with Jim Marshall. Now, uh, I had the opportunity to listen back and watch your conversation with him and, and kind of see what you guys talked about. And I got a few notes here that hopefully we can we can dive into. So, uh, first of all, uh, Jim is, um, what's the right word I'm looking for here? He is a master, the king, the, the uh, discoverer of septemics. And I think that's kind of the first point there is that he makes a distinction to talk about it in a way that he didn't invent it. He didn't create it. He found these natural things occurring in life and occurring in uh, communication and community and relationships. And he was able to uh, kind of codify or quantify those things in a way that um, he's working on um, spreading to the general public. Um, but I think it's interesting, um, and I want to hear your thoughts on more on um, why he talks about it being discovering, and what difference that makes in, in rather than saying created or 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 uh, uh, made up necessarily. He discovered the unknown natural phenomena of septemics, and and why it's important to make that distinction. So I think I think the importance of that is he is incredibly wise in lots of different areas he's a he's a polymath he's a polymath who's an expert in 17 different areas of 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 interest 17 different things that somebody could go get a degree in he knows all of them most of the time people know one thing and they're halfway good at, at that one small thing he's good at 17 excels in 17 different things and i think a part of of septemics being discovered comes from that in in the fact that he is uh with with math with math there, so uh we talked about the the fibonacci sequence where the, the spiral lots of things in the universe fit into the fibonacci sequence which is which is wildly fascinating in its own regard but it's because it's the mathematics that are behind that that allow those things to fit into that kind of category because Septemics has mathematics that are at the base of it. Each of those 35 different scales have seven levels within because there's mathematics at play and everything fits in accordance to that and people fit in line with that as well. I think that's where the the idea or the concept that he discovered it, stumbled upon it as opposed to developed it. And see the information and I've talked to him about this. This information has been out. Other people are talking about little areas of it, but he's got all of it. And he's got all of it in such a way that is relatively easy to understand uh, with with the, with the scales and where you fit onto it. It's pretty easy to look at a scale and think, okay, seven different areas. Okay, nope, that's not me. That's not me. Nope, nope, that's not me. That's not me. Uh, yeah, this is me. Across pretty well any of the any of the 35 different areas, you can look at it and and within you know five minutes yep that's where i'm at okay what do i have to do to move up what does this mean for me where i am how do i fit into this and what can i do to propel me to the higher level that will allow me to do the next thing that i would like to do um i think is is huge huge and the system is again the, the book is written in such a way the system is clear and it is easy to again to look at and establish, yep, that's where I'm at. Okay, good. What does that actually mean? Mm -hmm, yep, I check all those boxes. 
Oh, and and my wife is oh, okay. Yep, she looks like she's here. Okay, good. Yep, that we're 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 compatible. Or here I am. My wife is down here. Oh, that's that's not so good. So then you can kind of critique and change how you interact with people based on where they are on those different scales. You have a, a kind of a mode of being able to communicate with them. And because this is based in mathematics, and because it is such a complex system, a complex idea. I think it's important. Uh, he mentions in the episode that he started the first draft of this book in 1985, and it's taken him uh, so many years to uh, kind of refine it and and package it in a way that is understandable to general the general public. Because when you're dealing with such a complex system, complex thing that's based in these mathematics, I think it's hard to kind of make it so everyone can understand. And one of the ways that he goes about doing that, and one thing that you brought up in the episode is that each section has a, a glossary for each chapter. Each chapter says, hey, here's some of the words you're going to see. Here's what they mean so that when you see them, you know what they mean. And then that's kind of one of the first steps into helping uh, anyone who picks it up understand it is defining terms and how they're described within the context of septemics. And then start to describe these complex things so that we can use them in day-to-day life and we can use them throughout our relationships, conversations, and and kind of navigate that the world through that lens. Right. And I like I really, I really like that there's that glossary before for each chapter. And the reason I like that is because <clears throat> I then know the specific word that he's using and the meaning that he intends for for me to to understand as i'm reading the text because it's it's easy to read the text and and apply different meanings because you don't necessarily know exactly what the author meant by x word well he takes that out not even not even a question here's a list of words that are kind of new for this sec, for for this sec, uh, sequence this chapter this scale as I'm using these words, this is the specific definition that I intend as you are reading it. So therefore, when you're reading it, you're not thinking, oh, okay, this means this. Oh, but it could mean that. Let me look it up. Okay, there's five five ways to to describe what this word is. Okay, which one? Hmm, well, I might guess it's this one. And then somebody else argues, no, it's this one. No, he tells you, no in certain terms. This is the word. Here's the definition that I'm using as you are applying this word to the text. So that's hugely beneficial. And, and it probably would be beneficial for more authors to kind of take that route. So, okay, here's the words. Here's the definition of the words that, that I intend as I wrote this, so that when you read this, you can apply it to your life with certainty because there's no ambiguity about the words that are being used. Yeah, that was that was huge. And I've never encountered a book uh, that's had something like that before. As you mentioned already, uh, you can find other people and yourself on the scales within Septemics. And it is there uh, kind of using those scales to determine who people are. And uh, when he's talking about this, you know, he says he's able to, you know, find someone's level on the scale within one of these 35 areas and identify them as one thing or not. And there's two two things I want to talk about with this specifically. Now, like you already said, it's easy to uh, find yourself on the scale and then find someone else on the scale. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is he mentions never telling someone else what he thinks they are on the scale. Um, why do you think that's an important practice and what benefit does that have to him or and the other person? 
So I think if he were to dictate, hey, you're this and this and this and this and this across these different things. Number one is that puts them into a box, a box that somebody else created. So that's a story we talked about this countless times. That's a story that somebody else is telling you and you hopefully can choose to throw that to the wayside or apply that to your life, depending. Um, so if, I think if he were to tell them what that is, that would put that box around them. As opposed to that, he shows them and say, hey, check this out. What do you think? Where do you think you fit in? And so what that does is that takes the ownership of establishing where they are and what that means to them to that specific individual, as opposed to him dictating it, say, hey, you're this and this and this. The dictation, I think, is is the um, detrimental in that regard. But if you present it, say, hey, what do you think about this? That gives them the opportunity to have ownership over that that scale and finding where they are on that scale. And then that'll give them a better opportunity to learn and grow and move within because it's on their own terms, not somebody else's terms. I think that's the, I think that's the key for that. And the second part to this, uh, as you mentioned, even too, you said you can look at a scale and find out, Hey, I am four, uh, look at the scale and find out, Oh, my wife is one in this specific area. Um, he referenced or mentioned times when he's worked with people and dealing with the scale of septemics, uh, he's able to notice one person is this, one person is this, or is able to present the scale to them and they find that they're something and someone else, you know, let's just say the context of a, a relationship, you have one partner and the other partner, one partner is a four, the other partner is a one, and it's not compatible. He even said that right then and there, you say, all right, you guys need to break up and go separate ways. Um, don't you find that to be a little extreme? I think, because he also mentions that you're able to move up on the scale, you're able to change your position on the scale within a certain area. I think that's like so extreme to say, hey, I'm a four and you're a one. We're not compatible. Okay, see ya, bye. That, does that not seem a little wild to you? Well, I think one thing I think is he's he's not telling them you should break up. I think he is, is showing the information. They realize, the couple realize that they're not compatible. I want this, you want that. I want kids, you don't want kids. That's That's not a compromise I'm willing to make. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, this isn't going to work out. I don't think that's out. how the scale works, though. Is that am I misinterpreting it? Is that well, a difference in scale? so the scale the scale of romance would be something like you know here here are the the seven attributes of the, your personality, sort of say, and this is what I my interest is. This is what my personality is. This is what my um, goal is. And if if the spouse or the the other person is at a vastly different level and so in order to move up the scale or down the scale, you move one at a time. Sometimes it happens how in an instant, and sometimes it, it happens gradually, depending on the type of scale that it is. It's not to say somebody can't move up, but they're not going to move up overnight to from from level seven to level four, because it's it, it's not how that's going to work and then be able to sustain at that level. So if their interests, if their interests don't align and they're way off base maybe they have a few things in common but inevitably that relationship probably isn't going to work out in the long term anyways and so that gives them an opportunity to see okay here's my interest here's your interest this this does we're this we're not really compatible on these things so unless a big change happens this person comes down the other person comes up if that compromise isn't willing to be made or they just sustain on that one and they're not willing to put the work in to move up 
the scale because probably the other person doesn't want to move down the scale because that's generally not the the direction you want to move that gives them an opportunity to say hey listen you know this is where you're at this is where i'm at you know i don't know if this is going to work out it does it, it it does seem a lot however i think it gives them a frame of reference to be able to apply what they're feeling what their what their what their interests are and if it doesn't align then that's going to save them heartache and headache in future perhaps even money uh as they go down the road so i, I guess uh in that case it's more of an extreme like you're a one and the other person's a seven well you both are going to do a lot of work to get close to a compatible number but if you're like you're a four and they're a five it's perfectly reasonable that the four might be able to do a little work to move up to the five it's not as uncompatible as mm-hmm. someone who's on the opposite side of the scale and and he talks about too sometimes the, the extremes of the scales ones ones twos uh sixes and sevens are sometimes difficult for people to conceptualize like it just doesn't make sense how somebody could achieve level one or oh my gosh how could that person be a seven and and you know as far as not telling people where their scales are he, he makes mention that to not tell somebody where their scale is while they're living but like so, for Hitler, you can see that he was a seven in 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 a lot of regards. I thought it was the other way around, but I could be wrong. Hi, I thought one was bad, seven was good. N- nope, other way. Oh, yep. Seven, seven is the is the lowest one. One is the highest one, and so Hitler is is down the scale on a lot of different regards. And so for us, quote unquote, normal people to think, wow, how did he actually go through and do those things that he did do factually, is it? It's hard for us to even think about, and so that is is an extreme so the extremes are hard for for us to to conceptualize and and, and understand m- most of the time and even as we're talking now and jim mentioned this in the episode is, is it requires insight to be able to use septemics but using septemics then develops your insight into it and so even going into this and you know not understanding what's going on because when i when we first talked about it um and he quoted the number in the episode. I don't remember exactly what it was, but you have the seven different scales within 35 different areas, so to speak. That's like 200 something things for you to try to worry about. But again, thinking about it is you can be a, either a one through a seven on a scale in 35 different aspects, or, you know, romance, health, extra, like I don't, whatever he listed them all, whatever, bunch of, yep. mm-hmm. whatever they are. But that's a, a, once I understood that, that was the first insight into the scale of the septemics. And then the more you learn about it, the more you know about it, the more you can kind of uh, use that in your life. And he has he has specific scales that are individual based, where they're applied to an individual. And then he has another set of scales in, in book two. It's in, it's in the same book, but it's the second part of the book where it's group scales. And so those scales apply to a group in total, as opposed to an individual in total. So there's 35 different areas, but there's only, you know, 20 or so individuals. And then the rest of them are group scales. And so the group uh, applies to those and then the individual applies to those. So, you know, as most of us are working with individuals, the individual scales are going to be the most relevant for us to be able to see. Now, if you're looking at like a, how the business operates or how, how government operates, how management operates, those are group type scales. And so you would be able to find that specific group within that set of scales and place them in the uh in the measuring for that yes sir jim mentioned that finding the right answer is asking the right question and he talked about his background and 
calling himself a human development engineer. I think that's so fascinating because we think of engineers as working with machines or electronics or computers or whatever, but he works on humans. He works with humans and helping them develop themselves and, and develop uh, ways that we can understand humans. And again, that's, I think, very important and very powerful because humans are everywhere. Humans are the ones who work with everything else. And so knowing how knowing how to best know ourselves and know other people is a great place to start, a great thing to invest in. Um, and again, that's what he's doing is he's trying to bring this idea to everyone in the best way possible so we can all understand it and all start to use it within our lives. Um, and going back to the scales, talking about um, being high on the scale or low on the scale. And just as it is in life, you can be good at one thing and not as good as uh, at another thing. You can be really high on one scale and really low on another scale or really high in these scales, but really low. Like it's not, um, like they don't, it's not inclusive necessarily. Just because you're high on one aspect doesn't mean you're as high on another aspect or you're really low on one aspect doesn't mean you're low on other. Like it, it, it isn't, uh, it's not like one fits all. Not You can't just be high in everything. It has a, a mix and, and a match, and you can kind of work through those things there too. You know, you, it's not like excelling in one area means you excel in all of them. Yeah, and and that was something that that I specifically had asked is because I I presume that maybe if you were high in 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 you know five, then you're probably a type of high achiever in in my mind, high achiever type person where you're kind of high in all of them. But you know, he gave the the reference of Bill Clinton where he's high in a lot of areas but low. In, in a handful of other areas. And so, okay, maybe that, that, that makes sense. And I think, you know, across the board pretty well, that is, is relatively easy to see that not everybody is, is a high achiever in every aspect of all of their life, but they're high in some areas and low in others, because that's just how people are. Now, maybe you're, you can be medium in most areas, but it's just, it's different, different because each individual person is different. Yes, sir. Yeah. I think this conversation that you have with Jim is, is, multifaceted jill jim himself is multifaceted but this topic and this, this idea is multifaceted and, and this conversation is always scratching the surface of it in fact you guys barely even got into what each level is and the different scales of the level it was just a general conversation about the topic and so i think there's so much more to be learned and so it's kind of hard to break down these points um, because this is just the beginning and there's so much more into that but did you have any final thoughts about Septemics in this episode? Yeah, so uh, a sneak peek, I suppose, and, and maybe maybe by the time you're listening to this, the the videos will be up. But right now, I'm going through and doing a video series series with Jim, where he breaks down each of the 35 different scales and talks about the different levels, uh, you know, in in their regard. And so we'll have that up on our YouTube page. We'll have a playlist that's for Septemics, and each of the videos will be in there. So. Uh, be sure to to look for those uh, as they come out. Yes, sir. Those are the points. Make sure you come back next week for even more points and some good conversation. Until next time, I'm Chris Kent. And I'm Chris Bean.